This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome to episode 101 of Crack the Customer Code. Today's podcast is brought to you by audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash customer code. We love our audiobooks here and think you will too. And by the way, I'm Jeannie Walters, and I'm here with the skipper of USS customer service, <laughs> Adam Toporek. <laughs> Whoa, I, I like the title. I think that uh, now my new book will be 101 Ways to Write Your Customer Service Ship. <laughs> There's actually a great book called, what is it called? Ship Happens. Ship. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and it's about a Navy ship. It might be on Audible. Somebody could go check that out. It's a really good book. Oh, I like that. <laughs> well, today, Jeannie, I want to talk about ideas and innovation and creativity and how to get those from your team and how to set up environments where you can get those ideas and why that's important. But first, before we get into that, I think you have an idea you want to share. <laughs> Unleash your idea virus, Jeannie. Unleash it. All right. Excellent. Well, sometimes you want to be customer-centric, but you don't know where to start. Our workshops help you identify, define, and then act on what's most important first. Do you know your customer experience mission? Our mission at 360 Connects is to create fewer ruined days for customers. We help our clients with workshops to create their own missions and deliver more for their customers. Find out more at 360connects.com slash speaking. That's 360connext.com slash speaking. And if you'd like to reach our specialized audience of customer service and customer experience leaders, you can be a show sponsor. Go to crackthecustomercode.com slash sponsor for full details. So, Jeannie, I have an yeah. idea. Uh-oh. That's how, that's how this usually starts. All about <laughs> ideas. Well, you know, it's fascinating. I mean, obviously, every progression, everything that is a change is, it comes from an idea. Mm -hmm. But so many companies don't value them. They don't value ideas and value creativity. And I think it's not just limited to tech. You know, tech, we always, when we talk about these topics, it's always in a tech. You know, it's always go Google and the, you get to go play on a hammock and swing upside down <laughs> while you think about, you know, six more ways to change the font on the O. <laughs> <You know? laughs> um, and, yeah, we talk about those things and it's really interesting. So there's, there's, it's ingrained in the culture in tech because tech is obviously all about innovation. But it's so important in every business now because even if a business is sort of old school, it still has tech in it. And second of all, they could be doing the old school part better. Well, and I think the other thing that I've witnessed is that sometimes ideas are only valued if they're presented by the right person at the right level. And the best companies really make space and time and environments for everybody to not only generate ideas, but share ideas that then are actually considered valuable ideas. So the old school line of thinking was, if I have an idea, I have to tell my boss because then my boss will actually be the one who gets credit for it. 
And now I think people are looking, especially ring the bell. We're going to talk about millennials, uh, especially millennials. <laughs> they really feel like they want their input to be valued. And so making time and space for people to share ideas is absolutely critical for innovation. Well, right, because it's, it's two-pronged. It's win-win. One, people feel valued if you listen to their opinion. And hopefully the, the grown-ups in the room know that, okay, not every <laughs> idea is going to happen. They're not right. all great. Right. Or they're not all feasible, even if they are good. And mm -hmm. that's fine. But one, it makes them feel valued, as you pointed out. And two, of course, you need ideas. Yep. <laughs> that's how you win. That's yep. how you compete. That's how you do better. And uh, you were telling me, and I didn't even know this, about what Jeff Bezos is doing with the Washington Post. Yep. Yeah. And I was He's, telling you how I had smashed my phone with a hammer, but it's still brilliant. <laughs> well, you know, you need you need your stone tablet. <laughs> <laughs> well, so tell our tell our audience about it, Jeannie. So Jeff Bezos bought the Washington Post a while ago, and he's really looking at this as an opportunity to rediscover what we do with media. How do we consume media? And what he's found is that on mobile, that's how we're consuming a lot of media, right? So he challenged his folks with figuring out when do we know a reader is bored with what they're reading and we need to offer up something else in the mobile format and in mobile in the context of mobile so that we don't lose them. And they called it re-engage, this tool. And essentially what it does is if you're kind of hovering in the same place and not scrolling like you're reading something – it offers you, maybe you'd be interested in this or this or this. And then the more you use it, just like Amazon, the algorithms start getting to know you. And so if you have a secret uh, you know, desire to read everything about the Kardashians, let's say, Adam, because I know that's something you like <laughs> to do. Uh, maybe you try to, you know, you're looking at the financial page, but really you're interested in the Kardashians. They would start figuring that out because they would start offering these different ideas. And the more you click through to see what Kim was wearing, they would then offer you more of what you want. So they're taking kind of the algorithms that we all love about Amazon and how they get to know us as customers and applying it to getting to know people as readers and consumers of media. So it's it's innovation on a, a couple different levels that they're experimenting with and they're trying to figure out. And I think it's something that a lot of the old school media companies are just scratching their head. They're not really even trying these ideas. They're not coming up with them. They're just kind of saying, well, people will read the newspaper, right? right. <laughs> <laughs> that's not how it works anymore. Well, you know, that's sort of the first point I'd like to make, which is what happened there was Jeff Bezos came in. Is and it he, Bezos or Bezos? Bezos, my bad, sorry. Uh, it is Bezos. <laughs> uh, Jeff Bezos came in, and he's from a different industry. Mm -hmm. And that's the brilliance of it. He doesn't think like they do. He brings a whole new lens and a whole new perspective and a whole new set of ideas. And maybe some of them didn't work, but hopefully they found one that worked. And I saw an amazing TED Talk, and there's a lot of good ones, but this one really stood out to me. And it's uh, from a guy named Stephen Shapiro. He's actually here in Central Florida, and it's a TED Talk. I think he did at NASA, but essentially the, one of the points he made was about innovation and change, and he pretty much said, you know what? The 134th rocket scientist you bring <laughs> to solve a problem does nothing for you. The incremental mm -hmm. value of adding one more rocket scientist to a, a hundred of them does nothing. What you need is a neurobiologist or you need whatever. 
And hmm. it's a, that's, I think, one of the best points about encouraging creativity in your organizations, which is start not only with creating the space and the environment, but also getting people whose job it is not. Yes, I love that. I love that. And I also think I hear a lot <laughs> corporate speak. This is corporate speak now. But people say things like, well, you've got to be you've got to follow best practices and you have to be best in class. And what I always think about when they say things like that is you have to basically follow everybody but act like you're leading them <laughs> because <laughs> if you look at best practices, a lot of times people are leaning on information that's from the past. And for instance, it used to be best practice to provide, you know, a great newspaper. That was a best practice, but you have to stay ahead. And I think if you don't make space for those ideas and coming at it from those, you know, different angles by bringing in people who are from different teams, from different industries, whatever, then you're always going to be competing with uh, basically what you did yesterday instead of competing with where people are going today. Yeah, that's a great point. I mean, I think I don't mind best practices. I think your point, another way to look at it maybe is just don't let them become stale practices. Mm -hmm. Always review, and we talk about this with customer experience, right? Yesterday's mm -hmm. customer experience is not the same as the one you're going to have tomorrow, and you have to always be evaluating, are we keeping up? Has our right. customer changed? Has our process changed? Mm -hmm. Have we accreted all these rules and now, oh my God, yeah, you know, it's like four, <laughs> We're drowning it's in them. four forms in triplicate to refund the lady for a 25 cent, you know, gumball. Mm-hmm. And mm -hmm. I think that's when you look at innovation and when you look at creativity and applying that to any part of business, but to even the customer experience and customer journey, you want to say what works now and does it still work? And then well, you want to say, how can we do it better, even if it does work? So how do you get the best ideas? How, like what, what's a tactic that you would recommend to get ideas from people within the organization? Two things. Well, one I've already said, which is get people whose job it is not. Get people who are outside of the bubble because we all end up in these bubbles. So that's number mm -hmm. one. Number two, and you alluded to this at the beginning, is create a safe space for ideas. And that, mm -hmm. that can't be underestimated, particularly in large companies where there's politics and there's drama and there's all of these things people get real hesitant to just start spouting off ideas. And I think one of the great things Google and all these companies, you know, the tech companies that everybody lauds have done is create a safe space mm -hmm. where people can say, wow, that's the stupidest idea I've ever heard, but you know what? You're awesome. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, cause you have to be able to do that. So I think that's mm -hmm. one of them. And three, and this is really, really important. I, mean, I don't know. You asked me how to get ideas. So I'm not sure if this point does it, but You've got to let have a path for the ideas to actually be used. Yeah. I mean, let's face it. What happens, you know, <laughs> bureaucracies are where ideas go to die. Yeah. And I also think that saving this type of work, saving this type of idea generation for we're going to have a brainstorming session. It's going to be really cool. <laughs> we're going to have it offsite. We're going to have a bunch of Play-Doh in the room so that, you know, everybody can be creative. I think if you save it for those types of situations, then you're basically asking people to withhold ideas from you. So you need to make sure that they have a place when they get that aha moment, when they go, you know what, why do we do it this way? We should do it this way. That they have a place to put that, that they can submit it somewhere in 
uh, we've seen things like the my Starbucks idea of voting up, voting down thing within uh, internal sites. And I, I love that because basically if I have an idea that then you see and you go, you know what, that's good, but we could do it better this way. We can start collaborating. We might not even know each other, but we know what we're trying to do for the customer. So I think finding that safe space wherever it is and consistently across the board is absolutely critical as well because brainstorming sessions are great, offsite, you know, workshops and all that. That's fantastic. But if you are making people wait for that, then you're going to miss a lot of great ideas. And I think that's a great point because there's another layer to that where it's almost like, okay, we're in the customer service this week. It becomes more of an initiative than a yes. cu- cultural thing. Yes, yes, exactly. Right. So it's part of I'm the culture. Underlining that. Yes. On the <laughs> with red pen. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean that's it. You want it to be a cultural thing. And I was telling you offline, I'm doing this thing personally, and I think that's what's so cool. There's so many ways to get ideas out of people. Now I'm mm-hmm. doing this thing in my personal life. I got from James Altucher. I hope I'm saying that right. I'll give him a little shout out. Uh, where you basically force yourself to write down ten ideas a day. I love that. You pick I a weird that. topic, you know, how, how to make my website better, whatever it can be, how mm-hmm. to, you know, make my dog happier, whatever. Uh, and you just, you force yourself to write 10 ideas. And the 10 is really a magic number because he says, you know, everybody, four or five, six ideas, you're going to knock out really easy. And mm-hmm. I found this, I've been doing it for I don't know, almost two weeks now. And I found that the first few are pretty, you know, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. And then you have to start really thinking. Mm-hmm. And it mm-hmm. really forces you. And yeah, I've got a lot of trash in two weeks of these things. I actually have got some great stuff already. I'm like, sure. wow, this is quite amazing. So I am a big fan of ideas, creativity, and encouraging that in organizations by hook or crook. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to force people to have ideas. Get an idea now. Yeah. That'll be good. <laughs> but yeah, by, by any means, you can allow it and foster it and support it, I think is great. Mm-hmm. And I think it's important to think about how, and that's what we want to encourage people to walk away with. Think about how you're actually encouraging it. Think about how you're making it possible and think about the tactics to really uh, provide that space and those ways for more ideas to happen within your organization. We like ideas. Here we go. <laughs> and I have a great idea. What's that? Let's say goodbye. (laughs) We hope you enjoyed episode 101 of Crack the Customer Code. You can see the show notes for this and all episodes, as well as subscribe and send us feedback at crackthecustomercode.com. And I think that's a good idea to give us feedback. That's I'm just going to put that out there as my idea. That Um. is a good idea. And if you use that 10 ideas thing, let us know. I'd be very interested. Oh, nice. Or give us 10 ideas every day. Ooh, every day. (laughs) Nice. You you, you went too far. I'm Jeannie Walters. Stay current on the latest customer experience trends and insights and be among the first to hear about upcoming webinars at 360connects.com slash subscribe. And I'm Adam Tapork. You can connect with me and find out more about our customer service workshops and training at CustomersThatStick.com. And don't forget, we have a special offer just for you as listeners of Crack the Customer Code. Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. To download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com slash customer code. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash customer code for your free audiobook. Until next time. Take care of yourself. And take care of your customers.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.